All right, everybody. Hello, good evening, good morning, good night, because I don't know what time you're listening. But welcome again to Fitness Schmitness, everybody. And guess what? It's me, Tanisha. But guess what? I'm not by myself. I would like to welcome a very beautiful person because this is our first episode of Chatting Things, where we'll be speaking to phenomenal people who have their own fitness journey and and running journey or whatever journey they would like to talk about. But I would like to introduce Miss Christine Cohen. Everyone give her a round of applause. Hi guys. Hi everyone. It's my pleasure to be here with Nisha today. Yay. <laughs> so for those who don't know, uh, our relationship, Christine, uh, runs on the same run team as I do, uh, Lean Strong Fast. And we became very good friends because we is wretched. <laughs> we is alta ada. And we are hilarious. Yes, uh, we like the stupidness. Yes, we do, we do, we do. But Christine has a beautiful story, and I appreciate her journey as she's come along um, in this run journey because I, you came on the team after me. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. so I remember her coming in and becoming uh, amazing and a badass. So for those who don't know much about Christine, Christine's going to tell you all about herself, but small introduction. Christine is a marathoner. How many times you've run a marathon? Um, I want to say, let me see, Chicago, New York, New York, Ibiza, Long Island, Berlin, six times. Ah, oh, damn, you did a lot. I didn't even think it was that many. I sure did. No, dead ass. I really didn't think it was that many. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about Long Island. I well, remember, remember Ibiza. I, I ran New York twice. Okay, that's so true. So that, that kind of okay. tipped it over. Yeah. All right. So six-time marathoner. Um, also newly minted Newton ambassador. Yes. Yes, girl. Yes, get your Newtons. For those who are in the run community, you know all about Newtons. Hit so. me up for your coupons. Hey, <laughs> discounts. We yes. like that. But most importantly, she is a badass mom and wife. And I think for a lot of our listeners, that has been the challenge of how they deal with their fitness journey. Right. How do you balance being my mom? How do you balance being a career woman? How do you balance being a good wife? How do you right. balance being a good family member, but still being good to yourself? Right. If that right. makes most sense, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So before we get started and we go into all of the nitty gritty about Christine, I'm going to allow Christine to tell me about herself. Give, give us a, a fun intro besides whatever I just talked about. Fun intro. So my daughter likes to say that we sailed here on a banana boat. Oh, my God. <laughs> tell her do not try those stereotypes. Yeah, she's, she's a real pain in the ass. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I, I'm native Jamaican, and um, I came here when I was 20, 20, 20 21 years old. Okay. And I've always been... Like on the outskirts of the fitness world. Okay. Um, I worked in the gym. I was a sales associate. Blah blah blah. So I've always been around fitness. Um, <clears throat> always wanted to be fit, but mm -hmm. never had the discipline. Never knew how. Watched people, admired people, envied people, mm -hmm. and um, <clears throat> eventually, you know, I made it into the fitness world myself. But. Um, Again, I'm Christine. I'm a mother of two beautiful kids. And they Whitney are beautiful. And, Blair. and I'm a wife to a lovely husband, Mitchell. He's the bestest. <laughs> yeah, he's my bestest. <laughs> That's good. And um, I have an elderly mom who I help to take care of. Well, I'm the only child, so it, it's kind of, I'm taking care of totally her. Totally understandable. So to speak. Um, so it's, it's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge, but you kind of make it work because you need to make it work. Right. You know, so you figure it out as you go along. 
Um, I'm a career woman. Yes, she is. Um, I'm a speech and language pathologist. Work five days a week, um, sometimes very long days. And, um, you know, it, it gets challenging, but you have to make it work. Right. Um, so, yeah. Run with it, Nisha. All right, awesome. So, as you sounds just like everyone else, except yeah. for me, because I ain't got no kids or a man. Once again, <laughs> anyone wants to get me one, send them my way. <laughs> but um, that sounds fantastic. So, before we jump into it, you know, part of fitness schmitness, we drink. Yes. So clearly, are we drinking right now? Cheers, boo. Yes, cheers. Yes. We, we are drinking. <laughs> so just for those who want to know what we're drinking, tonight we're drinking Menage a Trois because I forgot to go to my normal wine shop. So, you know, in our hood, we don't have wine shops. We have liquor stores. <laughs> so in the liquor store, they do have an amazing, um, Menage a Trois has a couple of different bottles. Me yes. and Christine were just yes. talking about it. We're drinking Silk, which is their red blend. I tell people all the time, if you don't like reds, try a red red blend yep. it makes life easier smoother and gradually you will build your palette to get into a red right a right? nice dry red yeah absolutely yeah it's nice yep. yeah and it's cheap it's 13 dollars. people there you go can't beat that mm-hmm. so let's go ahead and get started so i know you were just talking about that you kind of always been on the outskirts mm-hmm. of being in fitness but talk to me about your childhood you know how some of us were active as kids right be it if it was running playing sports right. something right. What did that look like for you as a kid? For me, um, growing up in Jamaica, we, <clears throat> well, my personal experience was I was not an outstanding athlete in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, at school, we belonged to houses. Okay. Um, and, you know, everyone within the house, you would run, we would have, you know, um, long jump, high jump, all sorts of stuff, but it was never any real coordinated thing for me, per se. In high school, I did track, but it was just a part of the PE program. Ah, okay. You know, so I never did anything exceptional. I wasn't a Usain Bolt sister. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It wasn't anything like that. Um, You know, but I just did regular um, PE as the kids. Um, I didn't do anything exceptional. I ran around, I rode my bike. You know, I, I did all sorts of regular things, but nothing organized, no real organized sports for me. Okay, so when did your fitness kind of journey, I guess, then start? What was the trigger? Because I know you said that you came into it later. Um, was it around when you've had kids, when your kids were older? Like, what year or what made that make you say, I need to take it serious now? Okay, so like I said, um, in my 20s, I worked in um, I worked in a in a uh, a fitness club in the city. It was an executive fitness club, so it was kind of bougie-ish. Okay. I was an account executive. Basically, I sold memberships. That's fine. Yep. We got to make money it, some no, way. Pay the bills, pay the bills and everything. So saying that, I was always around fitness. I love that job. I say to this day, it's my favorite job ever. I had great people. I worked with great people. I worked with a whole... Um, bunch of exercise physiologists. They would create programs. They would check my body fat. They would do this. They would do that. And I was always able to spin and, and just use the club as I wanted to. Um, but it was never really a big thing for me. It was just a part of what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, when I think of what triggered or, or when did I start on this real fitness journey, was, I want to say, maybe five years ago, okay. right? Um, 
I always belonged to a health club. Outside of that, I left that, moved on to different things. Left that job, moved on to different things. But I always belonged to a um, Brooklyn sports club. I live right around the corner from it in Brooklyn, in Star City. And I've been there since my son was three months old and he's 18 years old now. That's a long right? time. That's a long time. So. I hope they did, made some upgrades since then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta come visit. I will, I will. Yeah, I know right? we've been talking about yeah, that, I will. Yeah, definitely. Um, so it's, it's, my, it's my home club, right? Belong to other clubs, but it's always been my home club. And I remember um, I would go in, I always had a personal trainer. For as long as I could budget it in, I'd always have someone to help me because I'm always intimidated when I go in, even though I know what the machines are supposed to do, I know what I'm supposed to do, but I'm still very intimidated. I'm, I'm still wondering, is someone looking at me? Am I, am I not mm. adjusting it right? Am I not doing it right? So I've always made it my business, you know, as long as I could afford it. Sometimes I couldn't, sometimes I could, to get a trainer to work with. It motivated me and it allowed me to get my workout on. And I didn't have to worry about adjusting the machine. I didn't care who was looking because there was someone there who was competent, who was taking care of things. So I, I was in the gym one day and I was coming, I, I came downstairs and um, I saw this sign. It, it was the JFK run, run, walk, 5K run, walk. Is it the runway one that was in the that airport? I remember, I, rem no. I, I know which one you're talking that about. I ran that one before. That is it. Yep. So, I, I want to say, I'm going to be, yes, people, I'm going to tell you my age, but I look good. I will be 48 in April. The girl don't look nothing <laughs> like no 48. For those who do not understand that, she looks nothing like 48. She looks amazing. So it was, it was, um, it was right around this time. I want to say maybe it was um, in February or so that I saw, I saw the sign for the walk and two older ladies, two more mature ladies were standing there <laughs> saying, you know, you're going to do this this year. Um, yeah, girl, I got to do it. And they were older ladies. And I'm looking at them. I, I, I didn't run. I was scared shitless off the treadmill. I always felt like I would fall off so I wouldn't get on. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, I'm watching them and I'm thinking if they can do it, what the hell? I, of course I could do it. Right. And just that I challenged myself just then. And so I told my trainer the next time I met with him, I said, listen, get me on the treadmill because it was cold outside. I, I wasn't going to run outside. Mm -hmm. I said, get me on the treadmill and show me how to do it. And excuse me, it took me about six weeks. My goal, my simple goal was, and the, the race was going to be on my birthday, on my 43rd birthday. Oh, yes. that's awesome. Yes. April 19th, if anyone wants to send gifts, okay? Cash so. is accepted. <laughs> So um, my, my simple goal was to run without stopping. Okay. Make it to the end without stopping. That was my goal. And I came home. I told my husband. I told my kids. They, they just didn't. They didn't pay me any attention. <laughs> and I went about and I did my thing. And I started running a little, running a little, running a little. And the day came and they all came out the morning. And I have Aww. pictures. And I just, I, I'm, I was just so proud of myself. I ran. I stopped at the end because I wanted to take a picture. There's a, there's a, there's a plane, right? Yes, at the, that, at the, the empty plane. Mark, yeah, empty plane at the halfway mark. So I, I stopped quickly and took a selfie and I continued. And I felt so accomplished 
when I got to the end and I felt so proud and they were so proud of me Aww. and you know it was it was just amazing my daughter was home from college and she was like yay mom and she <laughs> she put me on social media I didn't even know I didn't have social media at that point right you so still I'm, I'm technically just, you really don't still uh, not yes, to use your social I'm still, media I'm still kind of <laughs> lame with social media but she put it out there how proud she was and and someone saw it and showed it to me she didn't show me she's too cool to show me but I was I felt so accomplished and doing that um, made me want to do more. Ah. And that's where my journey started. At 43, that was my first race ever. And um, I, I just started doing little things. And then the next year, I wanted to do the New York City um, half marathon. Okay, so you didn't yeah. go crazy and say, let me just go straight to a four. No, sir. Oh, okay. No, good, sir. Good, not good, at good. All. Good. Not okay. At all. Just making sure you ain't yeah. go as crazy as some people have. No, 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 no. Okay. I was not that ambitious. I, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't know how to approach that. Okay. You know, so I did the half and I trained on my own. And, you know, as you're training on your own, you don't realize what you're missing because you just don't know what you're missing. You're ignorant to what you're missing. Mm hmm. So I knew nothing about fueling. I really knew nothing about pacing. I did the Nike app and I kind of followed that, but I didn't want to drink because I didn't want to stop to pee because it would affect my time. That's a, so I so I ran straight up dehydrated. You know, I remember it was the old it was the old route that came down the West Side Highway. I remember. And I remember cramps were tearing up my behind coming down, <laughs> but I needed to make it to the end. You know, and I had a decent time coming in. But it, it wasn't my best race, right? you know, because there were so many things missing. Okay. My nutrition was poor and I didn't have the support of mm. my team mm. or, you know, or people who I knew on the course. I just ran by myself. When my husband dropped me off that morning, I started crying because I was so nervous. <laughs> he took me right up there to Central Park and I came out and he took two pictures of me. And I didn't have gloves. I took my little boy's gloves, some bright blue gloves, and I started crying. And I didn't want him to see because I felt so anxious. There was this big crowd. This wasn't the runway walk. No, this thing. is this a big, this was big a team. Really big things. This was a big things race. Uh -huh. You know, and um, my nerves were, I, I was a little bit rattled. But by the end, they were there at the end. And that sense of accomplishment, I said, mm-mm. I need to find some some formal group to right. tie myself with. So clearly, you you New York City half. You did the last the last old route, and thirteen point one. So you mm -hmm. realize, okay, I did it. Yay yes. me! Yep. But clearly, I didn't do the things I was supposed to do. Right. So, what direction did you take next? Like, what did you do? So I, even at that point, I didn't know about fueling. I just um, I didn't know that I was missing the fueling. It's it's. I did not know about fueling, honestly, until I joined the team, okay. Lean Strong Fast. Okay, so when did you join the team? I joined the team, um, I want to say March, February, March of 2017. Okay. So a, a year after I did this half. Okay. Um, a colleague of mine, Linda. <clears throat> Shout out to Linda. Linda, Plin, <laughs> Plintita, <laughs> mother of Logie. Yes. So um, Linda... And I worked together and Linda, I found out Linda was a runner and um, she started telling me about this team. She mm -hmm. heard about the team. I looked at it. It looked so intimidating. Everybody looked fit and tone and lean, strong, fast. You must have not been looking at my picture. No, sir. I was looking at everyone's picture. And you know, it's not, the team comes in all different sizes, 
but everyone has that real athletic look about them. Right. You know, so I was really intimidated. Um, you know, just coming from running by myself, it was really an intimidating thing. And I said, Linda, I, I'm going to join, but I have a lot of other things going on with me. Um, career, um, second job, third job, because I was off the mindset, okay, I need different multiple streams of income she was about you know? that life i about was about that i was a hustler i'm still a hustler heart but i'm i, I slowed down a bit <laughs> right <laughs> but i was hustling and so i really didn't have the time and i think that a lot of people kind of use that as a crutch and as an excuse say that again yes a lot of people people listen you use that as a crutch you use that as an excuse. Oh, I have to go to work or I have to go to my second job or, oh, I have to do this. But we need to recognize that this is important. And it's a lifestyle. It's not just a one event. It's a lifestyle. So just like you can work that third job or whatever else into your life, you need to work this fitness into your life. It has to become a part of you, a part of your routine. Yep. Or else it's really not going to be effective. It's not going to work. And you're going to say, you know, I tried it and it didn't work. Mm -hmm. But did you really give it your all? Mm -hmm. You know, so um, so I eventually I joined the team. I, 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 I kind of toned on a little bit um, and I joined the team. And when I joined the team, it was just a wonderful thing. There's a sense of um, camaraderie of of. Well, this team gave that to me. I don't know family. about other teams. It, it, it feels like family. It, it, it really feels like you feel, feel like, like family. family. I was just about to say that. You're lying. You're lying. You're lying. I'm not lying. <laughs> right? You're taking <laughs> But she feels like family. Nisha right. feels like family. You know, um, Marlon feels like family. Right. He teases me like that mean cousin. That's right. You know? Mm -hmm. um, Linda is definitely family. Nikki is definitely family. Mm -hmm. All these people are family. I found Olive. I found people from Jamaica. Th this group, I never connected with a group of people the way I connected with this group. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, you know, there are different, definitely different facets to the people. It's... it's um, a, it's largely a black group yes right but we're open to everyone so mm -hmm. we have caucasian members we have asian members we have but it's primarily a black group and that's not what i set out looking for i set out looking for good people you know so wherever i find the good vibes that's where i'm going um but it's my caribbean people too right so we understand so we really understand each other and we understand the hustle we understand that listen i can't make it to there because i have to go for my government job Right, <laughs> but I am going to get up early morning. Last year, I was training for Ibiza, mm -hmm. right? And um, I got up. Brooklyn Sports Club was closed for renovation for about two years. Pissed me off, but I got a membership at Planet Fitness, mm -hmm. and I was strength training with Marlon in the city. Mm -hmm. And you see where I live. I live I in remember. the armpit of Brooklyn. I won't tell you my address, but I live. Deep she lived deep. Right? There ain't no train that go this exactly. way. No, no exactly. train. <laughs> right? I cough and I'm at JFK, so I'm very deep into <laughs> Brooklyn. So what I, what I did was, like I said, it's a lifestyle. I would get up in the morning and I would drive into the city to meet Marlon for 6 o'clock. Mm -hmm. Work out with Marlon. That means I have, to, I have to leave my house at 5, Right. right? 
and I would drive in, meet Marlon, and I work in Brooklyn, very close to my home also. So I had to drive back all the way through downtown, back through traffic, over, through traffic, right? But it was just something that I did, that I had to do. Mm -hmm. If I had to run, and I left work when I was doing one of my second jobs, and I left work at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock, because my shift ended at 11 o'clock, mm -hmm. I went straight to Planet Fitness. I did not come home. I packed my bags and I went straight to Planet Fitness and I would run because I needed to, I, I needed to complete my task. Right. You know, I, I had a program and I had to do it. So it had to become a part of what I did. And then I came home and I, I you know, I was wired for another three hours and couldn't go to sleep. But that's a whole other story. So you, know? you, you, you kind of talk through some of the obstacles that you face, yeah. you know. One having multiple jobs. Mm -hmm. Thank, thankfully, you're not like that no more. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Trying to find the right team, trainer, all that stuff. Right. You know, what kind of other obstacles did you face that you kind of see in common with other females or even males? Because you know, there's dads and, and right. husbands out there right. that you that you saw in your fitness journey. So, again, my obstacle with with finding the time, the work. Um, I think. I think for me, personally, people who know me know what I look like. I'm not a big girl, mm -hmm. right? I've never been a big girl, and it's genetics. Right. It's just, it really is genetics. Yes, I do run, I do work out a lot now, but I eat crazy sometimes, and I act ratchet sometimes. I'll drink a whole bottle of wine. I act ratchet that, a right? lot, too. <laughs> but I was very intimidated to get started. Because I felt like, I, I, I kind of just didn't know how to get started. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, like I said, even just joining the group, even though I knew someone who was in the group, I felt intimidated. So I can imagine for someone, and, and even for someone like me who is, you know, not, not a bigger person, it's still intimidating. You feel like you're going to be judged well, I felt like I was going to be judged. Okay. I felt like I wouldn't be able to keep up and I would be embarrassed. You know, so the same insecurities that I would have going into a new job. Oh, my boss is watching. I have to be perfect or I have to be this or, you know, my house has to be spotless or my kids have to be well behaved and know how to use the knife and fork. It's the same way. It's the same approach, the same mindset I had going into the fitness journey. I was still intimidated. So I know that a lot of people are intimidated. I speak to a lot of people, a lot of friends. I have a friend next door. You know my friend next door, Janelle, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And Janelle looks pretty much like me, right? Right. She is so intimidated about joining. You see how long I've been trying to get to her get to join? Come. Yeah. No, she's not joining, right? She's very intimidated. So people are intimidated, but I, I want to say... Find an angle, find, find a friend, find a group. You know, in, in my church, we say, you know what? We're the friendly church upon the hill, mm -hmm. right? If you don't have a, a church home, come visit us. Right. Visit, visit a group, um, go, to, go to a gym. A lot of gyms will have um, um, trial periods. You may the get free, three days. The free personal the trainer. The free personal training, someone who can kind of get you set up and get you started. There's someone there. And you also have to take ownership. You cannot sit back and say, okay, you know what? Tomorrow, next week. Life is passing us by. Life is coming and it's going. Look at it, people. It's 2020. 
the year just started and January it's is about almost to done. End. My second paid period is coming around, so I know <laughs> January is <laughs> about to almost, end. It's almost at an end. But seriously, we have to take control. We cannot, we cannot be crippled by our fear. I agree. I think one of the things I've I've said to people, and I and I enjoyed that the fact that your obstacle was that there was a fear, but you overcame it. I tell people find something that you like doing fitness wise. You know, lucky right. for us, we enjoyed running right. for the most part. For the There's most days part, I want, right. I want to choke me from Absolutely. running, but we enjoy it. That's why you join the the team. That's why you, you know, you run marathons. You enjoy it. Right. But just because running is good for you and me, that doesn't it's mean it's going to be good everyone. for somebody nope, down the block. Nope, nope, you know, it may not, not be good for your friend next door. No, so you know what? Like she, right. she set up with a personal yeah. trainer, and that's perfect. Right. But mm -hmm. find what you think would mm -hmm. make you feel comfortable to make the next step. Right. So if it's if it's going to a personal trainer right. if it's maybe joining a boutique gym right maybe if it's swimming. joining swimming soul cycle right right you know so yoga but so there's many so many different mm -hmm. avenues that you physically can take to overcome the intimidation factor of it yeah. Yeah. um or if it's a friend that you feel really comfortable to go with right. and kind of open the door to it right but i'm glad that you understand and you've talked about that fear and understand there's a way to break the fear there is there's there's definitely a way it's you know you just have to face you have to face it just like you would face any other problem. You look at it, you analyze it, and you say, okay. Once you decide that you're going to do it, you have to find a way. Mm -hmm. And just like you said, Nisha, figure out something that you like doing because you will be more inclined to do it if it's something that you already have an interest in. Absolutely. You know, go in that way. So sneak in that avenue. Okay, you know what? I like the bike. Let me go, let me go join a, a spin class and you go to that spin class and you get familiarity within the gym yep. and you see another class, a boot camp class. Ooh, or you see a soca dance class yes. or something and you say, Oh, you know what? Let me go stretch myself out with yoga before you know it. You feel comfortable within the gym, within the space, with the people there. You, you're, you know, you're saying, Hey, hi, people are. It's like Cheers, a yep. friendly old bar, yep. right? Everyone begins to know your name or know your face. Mm -hmm. So now you're not as intimidated. So now you're more inclined to go. It doesn't matter what you do. You don't have to be a runner. You know, you may have bum knee. You may not want to run, you know? But whatever you do, get up and move. Get up and move. I like that. Get, get up, up and, and move. move. I like to right? get up and move all the time. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so you talked about that, the fact that you, when you did your, the JFK runway, you even went New York city half, mm -hmm. your husband was there, your kids were there, you know, walk me through what that looks like now. How, even from the beginning to now, how did your family take to your journey? How have they been a support? How have they maybe not been of right. support? Right. Because it's both ends. Right. Of course. Um, walk me through that. So, um, uh, in the beginning, I want to think that they thought it was a lark. It was just, you know, something mommy is doing. I'm always hustling and doing something mm -hmm. and, you know, going down some alleyway and doing something else. So I think they thought it was a lark. Um, Mitch, my husband has always been supportive. Um, and you know, as a matter of fact, he's the one who kind of introduced me to running. Okay. He would get up and run every morning. Oh, okay. Yes, he would lope along like an antelope. He was never a fat dude. <laughs> Go, Mitch. Right? That's all right. <laughs> right? He, has sexy, he has sexy, sexy pace. That extra sexy pace, right? <laughs> but he would do that every morning. He would get up and we, we would go around the neighborhood. 
I was like, yo, I can't run, you know? And I would watch him go his fast walk and then his kind of trot. And then he would do his thing, maybe a mile and a half, two miles around the neighborhood and come back. And then just me, I'm just like, yo, he's not leaving me. And he's a big dude. Like, he is not leaving me behind. So then I would start huffing and puffing behind him. Mm. And then, you know, it just kind of evolved where I saw this thing at the gym and I went and did that. So he's been very supportive from the beginning. The kids, they kind of just accommodate me. They tolerate me. <laughs> like, okay, she's doing her thing. And if she's happy, then she won't be yelling at us, right? So it's been that way. But as it became more intense, because... You know, anyone out there listening who has gotten involved, I'm going to speak to running because that's my primary sport, but I'm sure it's the same with whatever sport you're doing at a competitive level. It will take a lot of discipline and a lot of time to train. Yep. Right. So, for example, last year, my 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 training cycle called for five days running a week. A whole heap of miles. I was running over 40 miles a week. That's a lot. Right? It's a lot of miles. Some weeks more. You know, so it, it depends. It depends on the support that you have. It depends on the discipline that you have that you're going to be successful within that. My husband would always tell me, sometimes, as much as I love my team and I love you, Nisha, I didn't want to get up and drive down to Prospect Park. That's all right. Me neither. Because I would drive down there honestly. And a lot of people say that also. Oh, I'm going to go out just for a three-mile run. But guess what? If you don't go out, you're not doing that run anyway. Right. So go out. And get, get it done. And get it done. Right? And you see how far I live. So it would take me, excuse me, sometimes with traffic, 40, 45 minutes from my house to get to Prospect Park. Right. Meanwhile, I could just hop on the belt and run. And call it a day. And call it a day. And sometimes I did that because it was too much, right? Right. But he was always supportive in that he would say, listen, you've never felt bad after a workout. You always come home grinning your teeth and telling me all sorts of trash that happened, you know, along the way. So get up and go. So he's been supportive in that regard. It. So for me, I can't complain about the support. And the kids just, they just kind of accepted that this is what it is this is what mom does so mm. now i kind of feel like a badass with my kids yeah yeah i kind of feel that way because they're like they're impressed mm-hmm. they're really impressed because they didn't in the beginning they didn't think that i, I didn't think i was going to do this mm-hmm. you know um and now i'm doing this and i'm setting goals before i was just running to run i'm still running to run because primarily for me it's fun right right primarily for me it's about the people that i run with and <laughs> sorry guys sorry guys you know life happens phone yes. calls come up and stuff let me turn this off he's on his way home i don't know he's stressing me but anyway, <laughs> um so primarily for me it's about um having fun right um i'm never gonna be an olympian i don't aspire to that mm-hmm. but i've set little goals time goals as i as i go along because i feel like maybe i can make that and if i don't make it that's another thing that i i want to make very clear I've set goals, a lot of goals that I didn't make. Mm -hmm. Last year for Ibiza, I set a very ambitious goal. Mm -hmm. I did not make my goal, but I shaved 17 minutes off my marathon time. Very pleased. I went away with amazing people from the team. Mm -hmm. I had a great time. It's okay to set goals. It's okay to not meet your goals. You should not be shamed because you didn't meet your goal or because other people have things to say. It's guess, a personal journey. And guess what? If you don't beat the goal today, there's always there's tomorrow. Al- so my, my thing really is, 
listen, I live to run another day. I right. live to chase that mm -hmm. goal another day. Mm -hmm. After it beats, I say, oh, yeah, I'm going to set another goal. Right. I set another goal. I missed the goal by four minutes. But guess what? I shaved... Oh, hold on. I shaved 25 minutes off my time. That's what I'm talking about. So the point is, there are going to be challenges, you know. You have to be your own support system, honestly. Right. Because some people will not have the support that I have. Right. They may not have a partner who is going to say, okay, listen, you don't have to make the bed. You don't have to wash the dishes. I don't Go care run. if you come home for dinner. Go run. Right. right? Or they don't care what is going on. It's not the biggest deal. Who cares if you really make the bed? I do, but who really cares, mm -hmm. right? Who cares if, whatever, there are a few dishes in the sink. We can wash them later, right? Go get that run in. Go get whatever exercise you're doing in and come home. But really, it has to come from within. It has to come from your cuefe, <laughs> your belly bottom. <laughs> Dig deep. <laughs> I, I cannot stand you right now. Uh -huh. But really, it has to come from deep. It has to come from within. You have to, you have to want it. You have to own it. But you do. Yeah. I, you know, from my standpoint, um, my family, you've met my crazy mother on all of them. And your auntie. And all of them crazy. <laughs> but in the very beginning, I think they thought it was just a fad, right. a novelty. Right. Tanisha's just... Uh, something she want to do. She have nothing better to do. Right. And then I think literally as they saw, no, she she has to go. Yes. And they understand that this is now a priority. Yes. My mom understands, especially my mom, because, you know, like you, you know, my mother, I would never call my mother elderly because she would slap the <laughs> living daylights out of me. But my mother needs me for certain things. Absolutely. But she under also understands that that priority is, I'm going to go run first right. or I'm going to go to the right. gym first because right. if I don't go now, I'm not going to go right. and then I will take you at right. this time. Is that right. okay? And that makes you, yep. I think, a better person, a better daughter yeah. to her. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because you are, you, you've gotten what you need. Right. So now you can really just open up and give her what and, she needs. And she appreciates it yeah. because she understands how important is, yes. is it to me. Absolutely. But she likes that, I think, same thing. Probably for Mitch that he sees that you're pushing through and doing this yeah. regardless of the hurdles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's most important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's good. So I'm glad that your family is, yes, yes, yes. So tell me, you know, you talked about doing New York City Half. You had the JFK run. You've run many marathons. But what was the biggest, like, big accomplishment that you had that you like, yes, to my fitness. I'm a badass. as a bad woman. <laughs> you know, there's so many moments, but I really want to say... Honestly, it was it was that first race. Really? It really was that first race for me. It was that first race. I it's not that I never thought that I could do it, but it just it 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 it, it showed me that you can really just set a goal, mm -hmm. work toward that goal, right. no matter what it is. And you know, a 5K now, I look at a 5K like a joke, right? <laughs> So <laughs> you be so, like sign up for a 5k. <laughs> I, I look at a 5k like a joke, not even signing up for a 5k, but just the distance. Right. And so it's all relative. Mm -hmm. Right. So when you've, you know, you've ran 26.2 and in my case, more than that, because you zigzag all over the place, trying to avoid puddles and people and right. whatnot. So you end up running a little bit more. You, you look at 5k as a real joke. It's right. three miles, people. 3.1. Three right? Don't forget the point one. Point one is the longest piece. But point it's 3.1 miles. 
but it was as intimidating to me as a marathon is to me today. Right. Right? So it's all relative. Mm -hmm. So I like to say that to people, people say, people at my job, they're so supportive also at my job. Very, very supportive. When I have to take time off to go away, my principal has always been like, deuces! Like, go get that yes, middle girl. go get that. Always. So they're very, very supportive. Um, and and you know what? It, it's... um. It's, it's, like I say, it's relative. Everyone has to find something that they think they can chew on. Mm -hmm. Bite off a little piece. You don't have to jump in and say you're going to run a marathon. Right. Right? I didn't even know about a marathon, honestly. Mm -hmm. Every time I go to the barber, he asks me, how long is a marathon again? I want to just kick him because I've been telling him for the longest. It doesn't change. 26.2. Every two weeks I go to that man for a shape up and he asks me the same thing. He's a lovely fellow but I think he's a spot slow, <laughs> right? So every time he asked me the same thing, so he's like, I could never do that. And I said, listen, you don't have to do that right away. I never thought about that. I never, that was not my sphere. That was not my, no. it was not in my, my, my vision. It was not there, mm -hmm. you know? I just bit off what the you 5K. Could. Right. And for me, it was, I feel like it was my greatest accomplishment because I felt so accomplished afterwards. Yes, I felt accomplished with a lot of races, um, because I did that because my first 10 K, you know, my first half marathon, mm -hmm. you know, my first marathon, absolutely. I oh yeah. My first marathon was with you in Chicago. That was awesome. It was Lord Jesus was eight yes, degrees. Don't it was, me. it was, but it was amazing. It right. was an amazing time. You know, all my friends were there. I finished it. I didn't die. You know, but really and truly, it was that very first one. That very first one showed me, that very first 5K showed me that I could bite off this goal. I, I had stepped into the unknown, never ran, and never conquered. did that. And I conquered it. That's good. And I conquered it. That's and I amazing. felt really, really good. And I always, I always try to just stay nice and humble because I really value humility. Mm -hmm. That 5K took me to several marathons. Yes, it has. So don't forget that 5K, right? Don't that always. Was my, that was my stepping stone, and I'll always respect that. And that, that I want to say right now, to date, is my most accomplished feeling after That's a race. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Aww, yeah. I like that. Yep. So question now. Now that you are a big-time runner. Yeah, man. You have a bunch Can't of marathons. You have marathons <laughs> coming up this year. Mm -hmm. How has your, I guess, your fitness changed? So what... What does a day in the life of you at the gym or your fitness or your health journey looks like? Has your food changed? Does your workout change? What does that look like now that your goals and your body has changed a lot? Okay, so my body has changed um, just from all the running. My mm -hmm. body has changed. Now you have aches and pains, but you shed, right? And you realize that, so these, these are some of the things, it goes back to what I'm saying, not even knowing about fueling. I didn't know that I really needed to strength train in order to support my running. Yep. Right? I didn't know those things. So as I go along, I'm learning, you know, and I'm trying to soak it in. And I'm trying to apply it to my daily routine. Because like I said, it has to be a lifestyle. You know, I, I can't just get ready when I'm training for a race. Right. It has to be a lifestyle. So right now, I'm not training for anything. I did three marathons last year. And I was quite pleased with all three of them. So I stayed trained 
all year. You murdered them. Yeah, you did but good. I, I didn't really, but I had a great time. You did a good That's job. all I can say. That's I had true. a great time in all three of them. That's I had true. wonderful, wonderful time, right? But what has changed for me is just understanding that I have to, it's almost like you can't just drive the car without tuning it up. Or change You know, you have to stuff. change the spark plugs and the oil change and the this and the that. And sometimes you have to fall back a little bit and, you know, get the car ready for the road. Right. So right now, I'm looking at this period right now as getting my body ready for the road again. Okay. So I haven't signed up for a, a spring marathon or any spring races, really, because I just didn't have the interest. I didn't want to run outside in the winter again. Last year was brutal for me. Word. I did it. But I, I just didn't have that gut feeling this year. And I just, I go off feeling. Um, yeah, my focus right now is just strength training. I want to get stronger because I didn't hit that goal last year. And um, I just might hit it this next marathon. So I don't have a marathon in the spring. I have marathons coming up in the fall. Right now I want to strength train, maybe do a few short races, you know, test my speed, build up my speed. Um, and, uh, and just do me. But in the interim, like I said, it's a lifestyle. So, you know, not because I don't have a marathon in the spring, I'm going to sit around and eat Cheetos, which I do anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and watch Netflix or Amazon prime, which I do anyway. Um, I'm going to maintain my fitness, right? And it, it just has to be a lifestyle. Look, we're meeting this evening. What, what, we, what did we do? You got up this morning and you went to the gym. I sure did. Because you motivate me every day that I see those oh, pictures. You really do. You catch you. that good light. I thought I'd just be annoying people, no. but I don't. I just like this. Y'all going to see Listen, these pics. You're going to annoy who you're going to annoy. That's it's just true. what it is. Right. But you're going to motivate more than you annoy. Right. Oh. And you motivate. You really do. You mm. really do. And I have a girlfriend at work and she sees those pictures. She's like, damn. She get up every day and go. I said, listen, she got a goal. She got a goal and she's going to go and go and go. She is like a jack rabbit. She is going, 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 going. Like right? you. Like, I, I understand. Like, I don't have, I don't have a, um, a spring marathon. After training for Tokyo last year in, this, in, the, in the winter, in the I was winter. just like this. Nah, killer. I'm not about this life. Yeah. Um, but I do have a half marathon goal. Right. So right. my focus right now is New Jersey half. Yes. Like I have that's a April, right? That's April twenty sixth. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll that's be there cheering you on. That's a race. That's Plan A, and then Plan B is Brooklyn half. Okay. Because um, I would like to finally sub two. Absolutely. Um, we'll see what happens. But to your point, the same thing. I don't need to start training for that until um, I think what second week of February. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to just. It's time to get yes. back in the motion yeah, of the motion. what does training yes. look like? What does it yes. feel like? Yes. And just feeling like really good. So yes. when training really starts, I don't feel like, nah, this yes. hurt. Exactly. It's, you it, get your mind right. right. You get your mind right. You build a nice little base. Yep. You know, and then you enter training and you, you welcome the training. You know, mm -hmm. you're not, because initially, like I, I did a run today. So I, I went to work and I came off work and I did a six miler. Right? Why am I doing a six miler? I could just do whatever. I went to the gym right. last night. I was in the gym. Yesterday was what Wednesday. I was in the gym. Tuesday, I did a run. Tuesday, I was in the gym. Strength training Monday, Sunday, I didn't do anything. Saturday, I, so my point is, I'm always doing something. Mm -hmm. But why am I doing this if I'm not really running a race? Because you have to stay with it. Yeah. And you have to. You know, no one set a goal for me. 
but you have to set your own goals. So this is my goal. My goal is to stay with it. So I'm not running five days a week as if I'm training for something. Right. But two, three days a week. You know, get in there. I'm going to do my long run on Saturday. I do my long run on Saturdays with the group, right? And during the week, you get in there and you do something and you set a goal. And it's tough because I have not been running. And I'm telling you, that six-miler today, it could have kicked my butt. But I say, you're not. Kick my butt. <laughs> I won't right? kick your butt. I'm going to kick your butt. So I went in and I did it. And I was done. And I felt all the more accomplished for it. Right. Right? And I came home and I said, I, I felt good. So now I was ready for you. Now, I could have just came home and just had something to eat and, and relaxed. But I would, uh, me, I would have felt guilty. Mm -hmm. Even though that, that really is my first inclination. I, and I don't want people listening to this to think, oh, these are just fit people. Or they're just talking a lot of trash That's or whatever. Or they true. always want to work out. No, I don't always want to work out. I really don't. I will fight it a lot of times. And my inclination a lot of time is to go home. Leave work, go home. Lay in the bed. Lay in the bed because there's always a series I can binge watch. Exactly. Right? It really is. And especially in the wintertime, it's hard. People, I have seasonal depression. Yes. And it's also dark. You don't know what time it, it is. It's dark. It, Some days, 4 o'clock, I'm at work and I'm looking at the window. Is this 7 like o'clock at night? Really. So it's, it's, it's not that you stay on it and you're always on it and you always want to do it. You have to make yourself do it. You have to yeah. force yourself to do it. You have to hate yourself going out the door. You know, when you get up those early mornings or after work, people, who wants to come out when it's cold now and go work out? But you have to do it, people. You have to do it. You have to, you have to get your life right. When you go out and you drink that wine, like we're on our second glass right now. Now, listen, I just burned 800 calories. I can afford to have a couple of glasses. Me too. You know what I'm saying? And I ate nothing but meat and, and greens. That's it. I'm good. Nisha walked in and she, she caught me eating my two boiled eggs. Exactly. You know, I had my shake before and I had something healthier before but i feel like i can sit down relax drink this wine and not stress it i i i like your point about the fact that you just days that you don't want to yeah there's days every, i don't want to go there's every Absolutely. i will take to let's take use today as it yeah. is a prime example yeah. i've been going in the morning mm -hmm. because i realize when i go in the morning i'm more dedicated and to your point i do feel better about the rest of the right. day right but i woke up this morning i was like i'm tired some sore. No, man, but you had I'm a streak. ready. You but I just streak. said, and I said, you know what? Not only the streak, but I said, I know what the end result is. Yeah. There's an end goal at the end of the day. I am trying to prepare myself to get myself ready for right. training. Right. So if I skip out on this day, the only person that's going to suffer from missing out on this day is me. Nisha. That's no one it. else is going to miss out on, nope. is going to care nope. if I miss no, on the day. No, not at all. Y'all won't even all. know. I could have posted a fake picture yeah. and call it a day. Not at all. But I would know and I would feel Absolutely. horrible. Absolutely. And I don't want to feel horrible. And I would like to tell everyone that is listening, it takes time to get here absolutely this is not something that me and christine yes. all of a sudden started feeling no. like we feel guilty in the beginning it was maybe going to the gym two three times a yeah. week and just getting into sometimes a rhythm one time. sometimes, sometimes one time i'm takes. telling you people just get your foot in the door get yeah. your mind right you know what i'm gonna go one time and don't feel bad if you if you feel like you messed up there's no messing up because guess what you're only screwing with yourself. Yep. Right? You're, you're really not, you know, messing with your partner's health or anything. You're screwing with your own 
help. Yep. So if you make that decision that I'm going to go down this journey, I'm going to take this journey, whatever your fitness journey looks like, chart it out for yourself. You know, a friend of mine years ago, she told me, I was having man problem, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, listen, put pen to paper. Make it tangible. Yep. You know, look at it. Analyze it. Pros, cons. And it's the same thing. And I'm telling you, for years, I've done the same thing. It, it may be, you know, a, a purchase of something. Should I take this vacation? Can I afford it? Can I afford to buy this thing? Can I afford this? Or whatever it may be. But I've really always remembered that advice. Put pen to paper. And for me, it works. So I'll lay out the pros and the cons. That's not going to work for everyone, but that's what I do. Mm. So the pros and the cons for you listeners is, you know, where am I in this, in this fitness journey? Have I started it? How do I start it? You know, can I, can I lay something out? Can I lay out what I want to do? Lay out what you want to do and then make smaller steps. How am I going small? You know, that's your long-term goal. I want to be there. I want to look like this. I want to weigh this. I want to, I want to learn to swim. But how are you going to get to that point? So lay out smaller steps. And if you bite it off, you know, minuscule bites, little bites, little chunks here and there, you don't even realize that you're biting it. You don't have to start off in the gym at five days a week, three days a week. Start off once, go twice. Yeah. If you're a runner, you know, you're doing a 13 minute pace. Okay, you know what? I know I can do maybe 12.5 yeah. or something. And before you know it, your body has become, you know, acclimated to that. Your mind has become acclimated to that and it becomes a part of you. So to what Nisha is saying, you have to, um, you have to get up and going. You have to set your goal and no one can do that for you. But yourself. You know? But, but yourself. yourself. We're only here to motivate people. Right. You know, um, we motivate as we were motivated by others, as we continue to be motivated, motivated by others. Um, it, it's, it's, it's a journey, you know, it's, um, I always say that it is a journey. It's a journey. It's not just a destination. It is it's always a, a journey. journey. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you two things. So now that you're in your fitness journey, yep. you kicking ass, taking names, name one positive that you've truly gotten out of this fitness yeah. journey yeah. and maybe one negative um, that you've also gotten out of your fitness journey? Um, let me see if I can start with... So it's hard to find a negative, so I'm going to leave that to the end. Okay. It's really hard to find a negative. A positive for me is that it's, it's really given me confidence. That's awesome. It's really given me confidence. Um, confidence in knowing that... And there's so many other things that I want to do. I want to learn to swim, people. I cannot swim. I have this irrational fear of the water. I will drown in a <laughs> teaspoon of water. And I know it's not real. I know it's not real. I'm, I'm really, you know, That's all right. I can't person. swim either. But I would like to swim, even though I'm so scared of it. Mm -hmm. I still feel like I want to swim. So this journey, this fitness journey, not just running, but this fitness journey, knowing that I can do it, knowing that, you know, there are avenues to take. You know, and if I try this when it's not working for me, I've realized that there's so many options and there's so many people out there who really just want to help. And by example, you know, I have shown Nisha's journey to my husband. Like I, I've mentioned before earlier, my husband, you know, he was a big guy. He's not as big anymore. He's, he's inside people. I have to talk quietly. <laughs> <laughs> he's but, swelt. He's felt. Whatever he's, the word is. He's felt. Yes. He's felt there you go. Now, That's right? The word, but yes. he's coming there. 
But I remember when I just joined the group mm -hmm. and I saw pictures of you and Linda told me about you and Nikki told me about you and said, she, she's amazing. She's done this, she's done that, blah, 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 blah. And I looked you up and I saw all those things and I was just so impressed, you know? And you were real. <laughs> you weren't cocky. No, seriously. That's how I felt, honestly. Uh -huh. Like, now we're cool and chill, but that's how right. I felt in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I was just like, she is so real. Mm -hmm. You know, she's so real. This is someone that I felt like I was with a celebrity, honestly. And I'm not bullshitting you. I'm not guessing you. Stop I, it. I, I, I swear, I'm serious. <laughs> because I felt like, you know why I felt like that? I felt like you went out, you had a goal, you conquered that goal, and you're leading by example. And you're always, I feel, maybe you're not, but this is the impression that I get. I feel like you're open to showing people that you're not infallible. That that's true. Cause I, so many times you fall off the wagon and you're like, yo, I gained whatever and I need to lose it again. Right. So it's not you're not just putting out this persona as if all is well. I lost over a hundred pounds and I've kept it, it off. off. And I wish. you can do it too and you have to do it too. You show that listen, we can backslide. You have moments. You know? You're gonna you go up moments. and down. So for me in this journey. What has been positive for me is seeing that I am able to make, you know, set goals, reach those goals, sometimes not reach those goals, but still feel accomplished. And still, and for me, I, I really always, always, always try to keep it level. Like, listen, you live to fight another day. You live to, you know, try to attain that goal another day. Right. So I'm, I'm happy with that. I, I don't beat myself up. I really don't beat myself up because I'm doing this for me. That's right. So if, if it doesn't suit you that I didn't make my goal or if you want to sit there and kiki, 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 oh, she was, she thought she was going to do that. It's not your business. I don't care what and you think. Cares? I honestly don't care. But some people care and I hear so many people, they're, they get so caught up in what other people think about them. You know, just surround yourself with positive people. And if it's not positive, keep it moving. Hey, girl, keep it moving. I don't have to not talk to you. Hey, girl, keep it moving. It's about hey the vibes. You. It's about the vibes. It's always right? about so the vibes. So that's the most positive thing I think I've gotten from this fitness journey. I'm sorry. Knowing that I can set a goal, I can work towards that goal. And even if I don't meet that goal, I'm all the better for it. And that's important. Negative. What negative can I say? I really have to say. This fitness thing has me rethinking my food. I am a food junkie. <laughs> this fitness thing, listen, I'm keeping it real. Sometimes I have to get my mind right before right. I sit down and look at food because, you know, I, I, I like to snack. And me too. I like to 2 o'clock in the morning if I'm watching TV, I want to I wanna get up and, and, and make some bacon. Bacon? Yes, man. I want to make some bacon and I want to eat something else. Okay. And I want to eat a piece of cake or something. My, my mind is crazy. <laughs> I like sweet and salty. And because I have this conflicting side of me telling me that, listen, this is really not on your meal plan right now, babe. It's not. You know, but, but I, I say that in jest. But really, I, I don't know that I have a negative. Because it's, it's really just impacted me in so many positive ways. It's shown my family that I can do that. I've empowered my husband. My husband has lost almost a hundred pounds yeah right in a little over a year Yay. is it because of me i don't know 
it may just be because the gentleman said it's time for me to get up and do it for me. But I think a healthy house when someone is start the healthy house. household yes. starts to come together. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, you so. influence people that's very close to you. You don't even realize it. Yeah. The way you you may have not you don't think that you've ever influenced right. your husband, but you probably have. I'm Same sure way I my have. aunt my aunt has told me I've influenced her. Right. You know, you you influence people when you don't even realize that yeah. you're starting to influence them because yeah. they see the difference. Yeah, they see the difference. They see the difference, and and I'm telling you, it's it's a confidence booster. Yep. Yeah. So I'm 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 a little bit cocky sometimes with myself. I walk cocky. I strut because guess what happened? I earned that. You should. I earned that. I know. I do. You know, and I'm not showing off on anyone. I'm showing off on my daggone self. I'm like, yo, straighten up your posture. Show them you have a big yes, man. <laughs> Pulling your core. <laughs> Right, I'm being silly right now. But guys, no, there's no negative for me, really. There's okay, no good. negative. Last yeah. question. Mm -hmm. What is the big goal that you're trying to conquer this year? This year? In your fitness. In my fitness, I want to say, um, last year I was going for sub four in the marathon. Okay. And um, I did not make it in Berlin, which was my, it wasn't my last marathon. It was my second marathon. And New York, I knew I was going to run New York. New York, you were just, you were chilling York, with your friends yes, and stuff. I was so running I get with that. my friends and yeah. we were, we were going to have fun. Right. And that's the plan for this year also, the 50th. Yeah. So and I don't fun. think anyone going to the 50th to do anything of importance. I am going to have fun. There's a potential I may be drunk during the 50th while and, I run And it. all of that is possible. That's a possibility. That's a possibility. That's a possibility. Right? But um, I really wanted to sub four in Berlin mm -hmm. and I trained hard for it and I did not sub four. Um, I, I did 404. So you're right there. I was right there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in hindsight and even, well, it's, it's, it's all in hindsight. But while I was running, I felt so good. Mm hmm I felt so good. I mean, so many people came from New York. Shout out to Mason. Shout out to um, all those people who came to support. Um, That's true. Your husband came to people. support. My husband definitely Chris, was there. Chris's mom Chris's came mom to support. Was there. Yes, so Chris's yeah. mom and, and my came husband to support. and May. A bunch everybody of people was, came. Right, yeah. but I saw other people who came to support um, Black Pearl. Mm -hmm. Every time I turned the corner and I saw those people, I, I, I felt so good running. I right. was, I, was ne I think maybe for half of a mile, I felt uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, and I lost my pacer. And then in my mind, I just figured that I had lost my the goal race. at that point. Mm -hmm. But at mile 22, I was kicking ass. I was going around the corner. I was feeling great, uh -huh. right? But when I crossed the finish line and I realized that I didn't make it, mm, I want to say I was a little bit, mm, damn it, trained <laughs> so hard. Now I'm going to have to train all over again to make right. that sub four. But I was still so pleased with my accomplishment. Right. Right? So I want to say that this year I want to sub four and I want to sub four properly. I don't I don't just want to skate in under the wire, 359999. Well, Last year I would have been very happy with that. This year I'm hoping that I'll train enough and I'll be able to recognize um, some of the things that were um, deficient in my run last year, okay. right? I don't run with discomfort. So as soon as I feel a hinge or a pinch, I just fall back because I'm like, yo, it's not that serious. Right. But sometimes you can take it that serious. And you can push through it. And I can push through it. If mm -hmm. I had pushed through whatever, I would have made it right. last year. 
So this year, I think that's what my goal is. I haven't really cemented any a time. Yeah. I know I definitely want to go sub four. If I go 359.9, I'm great. And if I go 355.5, I'm even better. But that is really my big goal. goal. That, that's really my big goal right now. And to run without injury. Always, always my ultimate goal. Amen to run on without that one. injury. That because, I can talk about. you know, I, I don't want to be injured. I don't want to be sidelined. I feel envious of people when I'm sidelined. I right. feel envious of people running. So that's my big goal this year, to run without injury. Last year, thank God, no injuries. Um, and I, I made great strides. And this year, I just want to do the same. I want to awesome. duplicate it. Right? Well, I want to say thank you to, to you, Miss Christine. I really, thank you. I look up to you and your, who you are as a person. Forget runner. Of I met course. you because you are a, a runner. Yeah. But I... I look up to you because you're an amazing mom, an amazing wife, you're a career woman, but still can balance and be a badass on the road. So right. I really appreciate right. that. And right. I and I think a lot of our listeners today can take a lot from, from you. From that journey to start so. off from that 5K at, at JFK. Funny yeah. thing is, I talked about that before. Did and you? Yeah, I talked about it at, on one of the episodes. It's one of the episodes that we'll probably post at the same time. So okay. we'll learn more about that. But it's funny that we had that kind of same starting point right. to kick off. I didn't even know. And didn't even know that. See, and I learned something yep. today. Yep. But where you're at now and kind of what your mindset is. So I look forward. I think this year you may BQ. That's how I feel. Yo, from your motor I think you're going to BQ. I think you're going to BQ. <laughs> Don't I feel know it that, in my but spirit. that would be great. I feel it in my spirit but. and I feel it in my soul. Hey, I'm and gonna I'm gonna, to And that. I'm going to work out Pray with you in the stuff. next week or two. We're going to figure that out. <laughs> But to all of our beautiful listeners, I hope you enjoyed the conversation as we call it so Chatan, or for the for the Caribbean people, Chatan Ting. Chatan Ting. For the non of Caribbean, the Chatan Things. Chatan Things. There yeah? you go. Just like that. It's been a pleasure talking with Christine. I appreciate her. Once again, this is Fitness Schmidtness. Please make sure that you subscribe, you like, you listen, you share with a friend, you rate. Give me a five, though. Don't give me no four. <laughs> Make sure you give me a five when you rate me. Share with a friend. Um, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Look forward to the for feedback. If you have any, any, any questions, please feel free to email me. You know how you need to reach me. You can reach me at fitschmidtness at gmail.com. You can hit me up on my IG, God Snatch Fit, G-A-W-D, Snatch Fit, or just send a, a pigeon. I don't know. I will figure it out. <laughs> All right. Any, fine, any final cute words for the people then? People, this is real. She is real. It's authentic. I love it. I love her. Thank you, Nisha. I really appreciate you coming out and just letting me chat about me. It's just been chill yes. with our menage a trois. Menage a trois silk. That's it. Thirteen yes. ninety nine people. Local yes. liquor store. Local liquor store. <laughs> Not even your wine shop. Liquor store. All right. Love you as well, Christine. Love you all, guys. And I will see you. Well, not see you because I don't really see you. But you guys will hear from me shortly. Have a great blessed evening, morning, or afternoon. Bye, guys. Bye.